0: 101 podcast, hosted by yours truly, Emily White, author of Interning 101. Welcome to mini episode seven of the Interning 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily White. And today, we are going to have kind of an emergency episode, mini episode and see where that takes us. Um, Unfortunately, it'll be a little bit out of order because I've been recording the interview episodes like crazy. Um, So we're a little further ahead as far as interviews that we have to deliver to you. And then I'm recording these mini episodes to delve into the tenets of the Interning 101 book and some specific topics in the meantime. Um, So to make sense of all that, I just recorded episode 11 at Hofstra University, uh, where I, it was a really cool episode, and I definitely want to do more things like that. Um, The episode is a live podcast taping with myself and five Hofstra University students that are involved in their MISA program, Music Entertainment Industry Student Association. It's incredibly well run. Um, There's MISA programs at every school that has a music business program, every university. But I've been really impressed with the Hofstra students and everything that they've done with their MISA organization. So it was obviously great to hear from real students and real interns, kind of beyond my own interns and my network and, and things like that. And when I brought up, I don't know if I brought, like, if it came out of this question, but I basically asked what the students think about interning being a controversial thing as far as suing employers and, you know, overstepping boundaries and and things like that. They didn't know that interning was a controversial thing, um, which was kind of interesting Maybe we're a little sheltered. It's like you just jump into that community and you're in it and you're figuring it out and you grow and you're and develop because. There has been an interning lawsuit against Warner Music Group, um, so it, it happens in our world for sure. But otherwise, it's been in film and fashion, which are all entertainment and, and absolutely have similarities. But yeah, these, these Hofstra students on Long Island in New York had, had no idea that interning was controversial. But basically, one, the, I believe the president of the MESA Student Association um, told me that she cleaned toilets at her internship. And there is no, you'll hear me say, in my live response, there's no other response to that, than that is fucked up. So I, I, I want to talk about that. I do know who she was interning for. I'm really disturbed. Um, it's going to take every bone in my body to not say something to that person next time I interact with them. And, and frankly, I probably will with her permission, because it's that's just so messed up on so many levels. So I, you know, and I did talk about when that came up to clarify, you know, like to me, if you're sitting at an indie label or a management company and they're not giving you anything to do, you're still in that environment, you know, like you're meeting people, you're learning industry terms and you're figuring out what to wear and if you're a coffee person or not and your routine and and a lot of good stuff. And we also talk about, you know, do every task that you're given well and with joy and to the best of your ability. And on one hand, you know, I, I know this student is going to be successful because she has that attitude, but it broke my heart that someone would take advantage of that. Because if you're told it's like hire a cleaning person, you know, like, if, you know, I'm going to try not to keep swearing, but I'm just so enraged about this, especially because I mean, it shouldn't matter, but especially because she's so amazing. So yeah, I don't know why this company can't clean the bathrooms themselves or hire a cleaning person. So they decided to uh, get their intern to do it. And she just had the attitude, like, I got to pay my dues. And if I'm going to clean the bathroom, these toilets are disgusting. So I'm going to clean that too. Like, I just I can't even like say, I'm like struggling to say these words. Because like I said, it's like, when I talk about being proactive, I want everyone to ask before they do something. And so Maybe it's kind of a lame example, but it's like if you see a messy bookshelf or something like ask, you know, if you can organize that. And the answer is usually going to be yes. And I'm cool with that because you're in the environment and you're helping. If you are in the bathroom cleaning the toilets, which is so against the law, it's not even funny, you're not learning anything. You know that's that's so different than straightening a bookshelf. Or I also brought up on the last podcast um, we talk about in the book. I was managing a pretty big um, producer, and he had studio interns, and that is a lot of just hours of observing. And one day, an intern saw that the recycling was overflowing and took it out. And that producer slash artist was like that was so thoughtful. I really appreciate that. Um, so I brought that up to the Hofstra, Hofstra students because I know one of the Hofstra students well, and she does a lot of recording and stuff. And just to make sure like I wasn't out of line um, with that thought process. And yeah, I think we all know the difference between uh, straightening a bookshelf or doing something thoughtful like taking recycling out versus cleaning toilets. So if you are ever asked to do something like that, uh, please tell me, please tell your supervisor. I mean, people need to know that, you know, like, if she got that internship through her school, I would want the school to know that. So no other so they don't get other Hofstra interns. I mean, I don't work for Hofstra, but that's how I feel about it. I want to talk about overstepping boundaries. And that is crazy. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I was also heartbroken to hear from another wonderful Hofstra student who's just amazing. Side note, like, I don't know if this makes sense, but Hofstra to me is so close to New York City. It's like a 30, 40 minute train ride, but the students, they're so sweet. And I don't even want to say like Midwestern or something, but just, you know, I I felt very overprotective of them. So this great, this great student who looked awesome, you know, great outfit, makeup done. I, to the extent that you'll hear, I asked her if um, she ever felt overdressed at her internships. And she said, there's no, there's no such thing. And that's part of her process. You know, like I'm, I happen to be wearing yoga pants while I'm recording this, like that's me. But that's something that makes her feel, you know, professional and good about herself and, and contributes positively to mental health. And I understand that. So clearly this person is super um, professional. And she asked me, you know, what to do when your boss texts you. I mean, believe it or not, not in a creepy way when your boss texts you at 2am on an internship. And so my first response was, well, that's not a big deal, as long as they don't expect you to respond at 2am. And she said he did. Also illegal people, like, get with it. She was interning for a startup. I could I could care less if it's a startup. We're all startups, right? You know, they weren't paying her train fare, so she was paying a lot, you know, to come in from Hofstra. That's insane. Freaking budget train fare if you have a kid coming out from Long Island, like, and yeah. So at, at Collective Entertainment, pretty much our number one company rule is that everyone on the team has to respond to everything within 24 business hours. And so what I'm doing there is like, yeah, I might text someone at 2 a.m. because maybe I'm in Japan, you know, like it's a global industry that we work in. Um, But I would never in a million respect, uh, expect a response, you know, in the middle of the night wherever a team member is. That's insane. Like we prioritize health and wellness and sleep. And like selfishly for me, that makes me a better worker. So why would I ever expect that at 2 a.m.? So that's just horrible. And. On one hand, I'm like that it's good that like she had that experience now as an intern to realize like how messed up that is and and what kind of company culture she does want to look for. but I mean, just a shout out to my fellow bosses, what are you doing? You know, don't text in fine text an intern at two am but have a policy in place where you know they have a reasonable amount of time to get back to you. No one should be you know, doing work at 2am, you know, unless it's like the tail end of a show or something. And I'm certainly not at shows that late anymore. And I, like I said, I'm just horrified. If you're having someone cleaning toilets, I don't usually wish ill will on people, but you deserve to get sued. Um, So that's kind of what I have to say about that. As far as the emergency episode, I just kind of wanted to address um, what happened to those two students in my own little soliloquy. I really, unrelated but definitely related, um, I really want to do an episode on hashtag me too and interning. And I just did an interview with the blog The Grey Estates and they asked me who my dream guest was and I said maybe it's kind of surprising but my dream guest is Monica Lewinsky Um, because I was hit on as an intern and she's the ultimate example of that and it's crazy when that happens. Uh, you don't know what to do. You can't believe it's happening. You don't know where to turn. Um, I th- think I was first hit on by a boss when I was twenty and interning at um, a TV channel. and this boss was very, very fancy. and um, we were at an off during the day, we were at an offsite event, and towards the end there were, there was alcohol I mean I think just like a keg or something but I don't drink now I've been sober for over a year but at the time I did drink and so when this boss offered me a drink I I did drink as a 20 year old I was like sweet free drinks but I did I really struggled with what the right answer was I, I talk about this in the book as well and so I get offered this drink by my boss on like the first week of work and I think I have the right answer and I say I'm not 21. I say, of course, in hindsight, and of course he didn't care. So I was like, okay, cool, free drink. Like that's what's going on in the 20 year old's brain, not realizing how messed up it is that um, a, a general manager is, is you know, giving you alcohol underage. Um, so that boss hit on me that night. I remember sharing it with friends and just thinking, you know, how is it? How is this? How has this person not been sued? And because this was like the early 2000s, this is not, this is not Mad Men. So I couldn't believe it. And I obviously have much more experience as far as power dynamics go. And I look at that through a totally different lens. And I've had friends approach me since being like, I remember some of the stories you told me and I thought it was so crazy, but, and I listened and, and supported you as a friend, but I didn't know what to do. Um, so that's that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit today, like what to do, because it's really scary, it's overwhelming, um, you're there to get ahead, you're there to work, so you don't want to like piss people off. And it's interesting, like I talked about this on a panel with other female graduates from Northeastern from our music industry program, and I think I could talk to some of my professors who were in the audience about some of the things I had to say, but it was almost hard to say it in front of them because I know they care about us so much and they're, they're almost like surrogate parents. So, you know, our families are so proud of how hard we work and our professors are so hard and you almost don't want to let them know that that's going on. But that was 15 years ago. So I really, really, I I hope that's changed. Another thing that happened to me, I was probably 21, 22. I was still in school. Um, I was walking up the stairs between, if you're old enough uh, and know the Boston area, between Access and Avalon, it would be House of Blues now. And my boss, like, blatantly grabbed my right butt cheek, like, just the most disgusting, huge, blatant squeeze ever. This was not like someone walked by me and it was an accident and they accidentally, like, touched my butt or something. And I turned around and there's no other way to describe the look on this man's face than a shit eating grin. And it was the same thing. Like, you know, like, what do I do? This guy's given me tons of tickets. Like, does that mean like, I don't want to say like, does that mean it's my fault? But, um, yeah, it's it's just a mix of emotions and, and you don't know what to do. And then I don't know what, well, the first time was sexual harassment for sure. The second time was sexual assault and sexual harassment. And then I asked, um, I mean, it'll just give it away, but I don't even care at this point. A Beatles son for a photo at Coachella. I was so pumped. Um, I couldn't believe it. Like he was standing, I think he was signing and signing across from Amanda Palmer's table who I was managing at the time. And I'm sure many of you guys know that Taylor Swift story. Like she just won that lawsuit of the radio guy that grabbed her ass behind a photo. That exact same thing happened to me with a Beatles son. Um And same thing, you don't know what to do. Uh, I'm sure I shared it with the people around me, but I'm sharing this all with you now. So you can be open about it and you can tell, you know, your counselors, your advisors, your professors, me. So hopefully now that hashtag me is a thing and so prevalent, um, hopefully this behavior is happening less. Hopefully, um, victims are more comfortable coming forward, but please, I cannot encourage you enough to please speak up, um, tell someone you trust besides your friends, you know, I mean, tell your friends, I told my friends and, and maybe if, if I were in my early twenties or 20 years old or whatever, now, um, they would have different responses. But, but yeah, I just want to address that and hopefully it's going away. It's not funny, but hopefully it's going away and now we're just dealing with interns cleaning toilets and getting texts, you know, work texts from their bosses at 2am. But yeah, I just wanted to address all of that. So these are themes that we're going to continue to talk about. And yeah, I I just want to be a resource because I've been there. It happens. You cannot believe it's happening because like I said, it's like, it's not Mad Men anymore. So That's my emergency mini episode seven of the Interning 101 podcast. Like I said, I really wanted to address how horrified I was to hear some of the experiences that these wonderful Hofstra students have had. They've had great experiences too. Don't get me wrong. All of them are busting their butts, but that was an easy way for me to segue into some of my experiences with um, sexual harassment and assault that two of the three happened when I was an intern. So that's not what anyone's going to school for. And yeah, let's just be more open. And And I, I think that people are like, hashtag me too is huge, but I also get asked constantly by female students what it's like to be a woman in business and in the music industry. And those questions are newer over the past few years. So it happens to everyone. It happens to guys too. And yeah, just please speak up and speak out because this behavior is unacceptable. You're there to learn, you're there to grow and you're not there to be assaulted and harassed. So sorry, not sorry to be a bummer, um, but that's th- that's a wrap on interning 101 mini episode number seven. And like I said, please consider me a resource and let me know. Anything else you want to know about this topic, because it's really important to talk about and be open about. So thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Interning 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily White. You can follow us anytime over on Twitter at Interning 101, as well as on our website, interning101.com. I'm on Twitter at, at EMWizzle. Hit us up anytime if you have questions, comments, guest suggestions, or just want to get something off your mind. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time. is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.